Welcome back to another episode of 10 Minute Miracles with Read the Right Way. Each week, the English department will be sharing their top tips for demonstrating key GCSE skills. So get ready to transform your listening into learning. Hello, everyone. This is Miss Skiro bringing you another 10 Minute Miracle podcast on identifying implicit and explicit information. I will be explaining what this means and where you will need to use this skill in your GCSEs. So what's the difference? Explicit information is any information clearly stated in the text, whereas implicit information is what we can infer from the text. To infer means to look for meaning or interpretations that are not explicitly stated already. Some people call this reading between the lines. So this will form the basis of your analysis when looking closely at language and structure. So here's a very basic example. Sally had lost the sensation in the ends of her fingertips and shivered violently. She pulled her coat tightly around her as she waited for the bus. The explicit information here tells me that Sally shivered and that she pulled her coat tightly around her. The implicit information is that she's cold and that she's probably been waiting for this bus for a while. The text doesn't say this, but it's what's implied. Here's a better example using a passage from the brilliant novel Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reid. This is a great extract to look at explicit and implicit information because it's very clear However, there's some lovely figurative language here that you can explore in greater detail. So for a bit of context, in this short extract, Amira is being held by a security guard in a grocery shop and accused of kidnapping the child she babysits. This accusation is being made because the child is white and Amira is black. Hold up, hold up, a crime? Amira felt as if she was plummeting. All the blood in her body seemed to be buzzing and sloshing inside her ears and behind her eyes. She reached down to swing Briar into her arms, placed her feet apart for balance and flipped her hair onto her back. So, let's start with identifying the explicit information here. Why don't you test yourself and see if you can write down four explicit pieces of information. Pause now and spend five minutes doing this. So, the text clearly states that Amira felt like she was plummeting. She reached down to swing Briar into her arms. She placed her feet apart and she flipped her hair onto her back. If you had a go at doing this yourself, you may have some other pieces of explicit information, but these are the four that I've chosen. So, those things are explicitly stated in the text. If I had this extract in an exam, I could go in and highlight those four things very clearly stated. So let's have a look at what can be implied by these four things. Let's look for that implicit information. So the first one, Amira felt like she was plummeting. The use of that word plummeting suggests that she's nervous. She's feeling like something bad is about to happen. Suddenly, the hope that she'd had, any feelings of comfort or confidence suddenly fall out of her body. 
it's metaphorical. So there's lots of implied meaning behind it. The second one, she reached down to swing Briar into her arms. The implicit information here is that Amira is demonstrating protective behaviour. She's obviously fond of this young child, Briar. She feels like she's potentially in a dangerous situation. So she reaches down, swings her up into her arms and she shows the security guard who looks after this child, who actually cares about her. And then the last two are quite similar. She places her feet apart and she flipped her hair onto her back. That shows to me that Amira is ready to face confrontation. She's preparing herself for some sort of conflict, probably not physical conflict. This situation isn't going to become violent. However, she's probably feeling like this might escalate quickly. She needs to appear confident and like she's in charge of the situation. So her body language indicates this. So hopefully those two examples show you what the difference is between implicit and explicit information. So you're probably thinking, when am I going to need to use this in my GCSEs? And the truth is, you're probably already using these skills without even realising. So when will you need to use explicit information? Any time that you select a quotation from a text, you are using explicit information to back up your ideas and to support your analysis. In your language papers, paper one and paper two, Question one of both of those papers ask you to identify implicit and explicit information. In paper one, you're asked to list four things from the text. It's best to use explicit information that's offered to you. If you can highlight it, you're safe to write it down because you know that it is correct. On the other hand, with paper two, you're given a list of statements and you have to select the four true statements. In this scenario, you could be presented with statements that are explicit information or implicit information. So it's really important that you read the text thoroughly and you have a good understanding. And then where will you need to identify implicit information? You do this whenever you are analysing structure or language. You need this skill in literature and in language. Whenever you write a peel paragraph, you are using implicit information to explore a quotation or a certain word or a technique that the writer has used. Any questions that ask you to explore something, explore a character, explore a theme, you're going to be analyzing and making interpretations and making inferences. So this is where your implicit information is really important. I hope you found this 10 minute miracle podcast on implicit and explicit information useful. And I hope that you tune in next time to transform your listening into learning. <laughs>